The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Here we go. Time for the Heroic Minute. Up out of bed and pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, July 14th, 2022, Thursday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And in the United States, today is the Memorial of St. Kateri Tekakwipa. She was the first Native American to be canonized a saint. She was born in 1656 near New York. She lost her parents and little brother in a smallpox epidemic, which left her disfigured and half-blind. She was moved by the words of three black robes, Jesuit missionaries who lodged with her uncle. But fear of him kept her from seeking instruction. Tekakwitha refused to marry a Mohawk brave and at 19 finally got the courage to take the step of converting. She was baptized with the name Kateri, that is Catherine, on Easter Sunday. She was always in danger. Her conversion and holy life created great opposition. And on the advice of a priest, she stole away one night and began a 200-mile walking journey toward a Christian Indian village near Montreal. She took a vow of virginity and found a place in the woods where she could pray for an hour a day. She practiced extremely severe fasting as penance for the conversion of her nation. Kateri died the afternoon before Holy Thursday. Witnesses said that her emaciated face changed color and became like that of a healthy child. The year was 1680. St. Kateri Tekakwitha, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy and my burden light. Lord Jesus, these are your words as recorded in the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Come to me, you say, Lord Jesus. And here I am. I have come to you in this time of prayer. But I also notice, Jesus, that you say, Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened. 
I wanted to pause here for a little while because those words mean something. They mean that I actually engage in an activity or activities in which I exert strength or I use my faculties to do or perform something that I actually sustain some physical or mental effort to overcome some obstacle that helps me achieve some result. Therefore, Jesus, I'm going to ask for something that seems rather odd, but nevertheless necessary, and that is an allergy, an allergy to laziness, to time-wasting or killing time. Help me realize why laziness is such a terrible thing. In fact, one of the capital sins in Jesus, many times I tend to underestimate the damage that is done by this vice. Because I find it so easy maybe to think that I'm not hurting anyone. Yet, how often that laziness becomes a doorway to other vices. There is a saying that goes, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. Or, an idle mind is a devil's playground. And Jesus, one of the difficulties that I have in living this good use of time is when it comes to the use of the internet and in the use of the social media. How often, Lord, I've spent so many hours, so much time, lazing around in cyberspace. So Jesus, that's the first thing. To labor, to work, to make good use of time. But that's not enough. What I mean by that is I have to work with a clear end in mind. And Lord, that end is you. And by that I mean to work well in order to offer you what I have done, what I will do. And I realize that when I work for my own selfish ends, that's when I get tired. And that's why you tell me, come to me. Thinking of those particular words, Lord, all you who labor and are overburdened, I think we can get some wisdom from the fathers of the church. And here we can especially think of Saints John Chrysostom, Ambrose, Augustine. Reflecting on the word all in all who labor, they say that none are excluded for there is no one who does not labor under some disease and need Christ's medicine. Therefore, Christ offers himself to all, that they may receive from him health and safety. Thus did he kindly correct and heal Magdalene, Matthew, Paul, and Peter. Thus, even now, in the Eucharist, he invites all and says, Come unto me, you, infirm, hungry, afflicted, you, I will refresh. These fathers then offer their reflection on that part of who labor in all you who labor. And they say that that means that those who suffer trouble and are burdened, who are fatigued and depressed and are sinking under the burden both of sins as well as the law of Moses and also of the troubles and temptations of this life. To them, to us, to I, our Lord says, I will refresh you, or I will give you rest. In other words, he will give us rest, rest to the weary. 
So St. John Chrysostom says that this means that our Lord will place us in all quietness by most soothing words, by sacraments, as most efficacious medicines, by grace and most sweet inward consolations. Lastly, by most felicitous glory in heaven. Lord, you also insist, shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. And Lord, I am fascinated by this figure or this image of the yoke. And what is a yoke? A yoke is simply a wooden bar or a frame by which two draft animals, such as oxen, are joined at their heads or at their necks so that they can work together. It is said that a yoke was fashioned according to the size of the neck of the animal. Therefore, we could say it was cast on made. And this was something the carpenters knew very well. Therefore, Jesus, help me seek your yoke and not my own yoke. I want your yoke, Lord, because, first of all, it is light. Secondly, because you know me much more than I even know myself. And again, hearkening to the church fathers, this time St. Ambrose, he says, Receive, therefore, the yoke of Christ. Do not fear because it is a yoke. Make haste because it is light. It does not bruise the neck, but dignifies it. Why do you doubt? Why delay? It does not bind your neck with chains, but couples it with grace. It does not constrain of necessity, but directs the will to good works. And Lord, this is what I want. I want always to seek the good. Help me realize more and more the necessity of grace when it comes to the sanctification of my work, of working well, of working for your kingdom. St. Ambrose goes on to consider that word, my, in my yoke. And there he puts himself in your shoes and he says, because indeed I, Christ, lay it upon you. Yes, indeed, I bit it with you and put my neck under the burden. Yes, I bear and carry all the burden and you yourself with it. For that is called a yoke, which two beasts joined together bear. Christ then places one portion only of the yoke. Christ then places one portion only of the yoke, that is, the evangelical law, upon our neck. He himself bears the other and heavier part. And therefore, he draws his yoke with us and infuses strength and courage into us to draw it, both by his grace and by his example. Therefore, Jesus, these words of St. Ambrose help me think of the fact that when I am in the state of grace, when I am working with you as the ultimate end, it becomes so much easier and in fact so much fun to go about sanctifying my daily tasks. It reminds me of a story told by St. Jose Maria of something that he observed in 1940 in Valencia, a city in Spain, in the eastern coast of the Iberian Peninsula, in the Mediterranean Sea, which was what may have seemed an insignificant event on the beach of Valencia. He says that he remembers watching some tough, hardy fishermen dragging a net ashore. And suddenly, out of nowhere, a small child had gotten in among them. 
and in his efforts to imitate them, he was pulling on the net as well. He was only getting in the way. But the sight of him softened the hearts of those rough-mannered seafarers. They didn't chase him away, but let him keep up his pretense of helping them in their efforts. From this scene, St. Joseph Maria drew spiritual lessons because it moved him to think that God our Lord also allows us to lend a hand in his work. Therefore, Jesus, may I never forget that you are the one who pulls this burden, that you are the one who makes my work count. Mary, my mother, St. Joseph, my father and lord help me sanctify my work every single day. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. We are celebrating St. Kateri Tikakwitha, the first Native American saint. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, July 14th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. 
For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King, Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Look, Look on us, Lord, and, and see how we are despised. And yet you, Lord, have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice you have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and will, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Look, Look on us, Lord, and, and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. 
How long, O Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments so that in your new covenant we may be witness and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger, our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong, and most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us 
Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our Our years wither away like grass, but but you, Lord God, are are eternal. In you is the source of life. In your light we see light itself. From the First Book of Kings Three years passed without war between Aram and Israel. In the third year, however, King Jehoshaphat of Judah came down to the king of Israel, who said to his servants, Do you not know that Ramoth-Gilead is ours, and we are doing nothing to take it from the king of Aram? He asked Jehoshaphat, Will you come with me to fight against Ramoth-Gilead? Jehoshaphat answered the king of Israel, You and I are as one, and your people and my people, your horses and my horses as well. Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel, Seek the word of the Lord at once. The king of Israel gathered together the prophets, about four hundred of them, and asked, Shall I go to attack Ramoth-Gilead, or shall I refrain? Go up, they answered. The Lord will deliver it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no other prophet of the Lord here whom we may consult? The king of Israel answered, There is one other through whom we might consult the Lord, Micaiah, son of Imlah. But I hate him because he prophesies not good but evil about me. Jehoshaphat said, Let not your majesty speak of evil against you. So the king of Israel called an official and said to him, Get Micaiah, son of Imlah, at once. When he came to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to fight against Ramoth-Gilead, or shall we refrain? Go up, he answered, you shall succeed. The Lord will deliver it over to the king. But the king answered him, How many times must I adjure you to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? So Micaiah said, I see all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep without a shepherd, and the Lord saying, These have no master. Let each of them go back home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you he prophesies not good but evil about me? Micaiah continued, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord seated on his throne with the whole host of heaven standing by to his right and to his left. The Lord asked, Who will deceive Ahab so that he will go up and and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said this, another that, until one of the spirits came forth and presented himself to the Lord, saying, 
I will deceive him. The Lord asked, How? He answered, I will go forth and become a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. The Lord replied, You shall succeed in deceiving him. Go forth and do this. So now the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours, but the Lord himself has decreed evil against you. The king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah went up to Ramoth-Gilead. Someone, however, drew his bow at random and hit the king of Israel between the joints of his breastplate. He ordered his charioteer, Reign about and take me out of the ranks, for I am disabled. The battle grew fierce during the day, and the king, who was propped up in his chariot facing the Arameans, died in the evening. The blood from his wound flowed to the bottom of the chariot. At sunset a cry went through the army, Every man to his city, every man to his land, for the king is dead. So they went to Samaria, where they buried the king. When the chariot was washed at the pool of Samaria, the dogs licked up his blood, and harlots bathed there, as the Lord had prophesied. The Word of the Lord The Lord said to Moses, When my glory passes, I will put you in the hollow of the rock and cover you with my hand until I pass by. For no one sees me and lives. No one has ever seen God, the only Son of God nearest to the Father's heart, has made him known. For no one sees me and lives. From a Sermon on the Dress of Virgins by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. Now I wish to address the Order of Virgins. Because their way of life is more exalted, our concern for them must be greater. If we compare the church to a tree, then they are its blossom. Virgins show forth the beauty of God's grace. They are the image of God that reflects the holiness of the Lord. They are more illustrious members of Christ's flock. They are the glory of Mother Church and manifest her fruitfulness. The more numerous her virgins are, the greater is her joy. To these virgins, then, I speak and address my exhortation, out of love rather than any sense of authority. And I do this without claiming the right to censure them, for I am among the last and the least and fully aware of my lowliness. I do it rather because the more anxious and concerned I am about them, the more I fear the devil's attack. For it is no idle concern nor vain fear that takes thought of the path of salvation and keeps the Lord's life-giving commandments. They have dedicated themselves to Christ and renouncing the pleasures of the flesh have consecrated themselves body and soul to God in order to finish a task that is destined to win a great prize. They should not strive to adorn themselves or give pleasure to anyone but the Lord from whom they hope to receive the reward for their chastity. Virgins, persevere in the way of life you have begun. Persevere in what you are to be. For you will receive a glorious prize for your virtue, a most excellent reward for your chastity. You have already begun to be now 
what we shall all be in the future. You already possess, here in this world, the glory of the resurrection. You pass through this world without the world's infection. If you persevere in chastity and virginity, you are equal to God's angels. Only keep your profession of virginity strong and inviolate. You began your way of life courageously. Now persevere without faltering. Seek right conduct as your adornment, not jewelry or attractive clothing. Listen to the voice of the Apostle Paul, God's chosen vessel, sent to announce the commands of heaven. Paul said, The first man was made of the dust of the earth. The second is from heaven. Those who are made from earth are like him who was on earth. Those who are of heaven are like him who is from heaven. As we have borne the image of the man who is of the earth, so let us bear the image of the man who is from heaven. This image is shown forth in virginity, purity, holiness, and truth. The thoughts of the virgin are always upon God. Her desire desire is is to be be holy both both in body and soul. The God of my heart is my portion forever. Her Her desire desire is to be holy both in body and soul. O God, who desired the Virgin, St. Kateri Tekakwitha, to flower among Native Americans in a life of innocence, grant, through her intercession, that when all are gathered in your church from every nation, tribe, and tongue, they may magnify you in a single canticle of praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 20 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God, and we'll pray morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Kateri Tekakwitha, July 14, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a very comforting word from the Lord from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's a part of our fallen nature. Troubles, sorrow, pain, everybody has them. But with God's grace, we'll do just fine. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. (music) 
Nobody can expect to go through life without sorrow, pain, or worry. A Christian cannot make the mistake which St. Gregory the Great described as follows, There are some who wish to be humble but without being despised, who wish to be happy with their lot but without being needy, who wish to be chaste without mortifying the body, to be patient without suffering. They want both to acquire virtues and to avoid the sacrifices those virtues involve. They are like soldiers who flee the battlefield and try to win the war from the comfort of the city. Virtues cannot be had without effort and trials. So there will always be problems, worries, and sorrows. Sometimes they will seem easy and other times hard to bear. But if we keep close to our Lord, we will always manage. Whether they are big or small, if we accept them and offer them to God, they will not be a weight. In fact, they will enable our soul to pray and to see God in everything that happens. Any problem that God permits can be solved, and it's burden borne if we turn to Him for help. If a particularly serious difficulty should arise, God will provide more grace. If it is God who lays the burden upon you, God will also give you the strength to bear it. In this life, trials and tribulations are the normal thing. This was what St. Peter warned the early Christians. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which comes upon you to prove you as though something strange were happening to you. So, we should not be surprised either, especially knowing that the cross is the right road to happiness and effectiveness. God often permits tribulations to afflict those he loves to make them more fruitful. If a branch is joined to the vine and is giving fruit, that branch he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. But he never leaves us to face it on our own, and he stays close to his friends when they feel themselves to be under pressure. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we pray now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples, he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. 
Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, the the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. Who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord, or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment, or showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket, as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down to his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name. So terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, And right, you have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He, the Lord, is holy. Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. 
They did his will. They kept the law, which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord, our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives. Yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously and in an even greater way restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. A reading from the Song of Songs Deep waters cannot quench love, nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord. Show Show me me your face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading, show me your face. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins. Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. 
Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ, the holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who is one of the wise and prudent virgins. Grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, Jesus, crown crown of virgins, hear us. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who desired the Virgin Blessed Kateri Takakawitha to flower among Native Americans in the life of innocence, Grant, through her intercession, that when all are gathered into your church from every nation, tribe, and tongue, they may magnify you in a single canticle of praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. A great day for a great saint, Kateri Tekakwitha. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming right up. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.